tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Oh, AfterBuzz TV. The destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! I hear the cottonwoods not remind you of the brink. If this song doesn't remind you of the brink, there's there's nothing that will. Well, there is one thing. What? The brick song. The brick it's a song. Brink brick house. house. You could just change it to it's a brink house. Right. It's a perfect brink song. Warren, how the heck are you? Uh, you know, I'm doing fine, quite fine. How about yourself? Well, I'm good. It's a beautiful Sunday. We watch the brink. And I'm really gearing up for Thursday's Big Brother. Lauren and I host another show, which you'll have to check out. It's really fun. We love Big Brother. We love The Brink. We love both. We like shows that start with Bs, quite frankly. Bonk. Uh, but my name starts with an L. It's Lauren Legrasso. I am your host tonight, and I've got an amazing co-host. Can you tell the people where they can find you? Yeah, my name starts with a J. <laughs> L, J, they're neighbors. Right near each other in the alphabet. And you can find Johnny Mangs on Twitter and Instagram at Johnny Mangs. There you go. I'm at Lolo Loger in case you're curious. And we want to talk about at the brink, okay? So we're just going to go through the three major characters and kind of give you a little synopsis of what kind of emotional journeys those crazy kids are going through. And then after that, we're going to tell you what you can expect in the coming weeks. Yes, from our perspective, at least, we don't have any insight into the minds of the writers yet. But, but next week, for all you Brinkians out there, Brinkies. we are going to be having a writer slash producer on the show, and we're really excited about it. Wow. He writes and produces? He's a double threat. Maybe he's got a triple. We don't know. We're going to find out Let's next week. Let's see if he can do a jazz square. Well, we're going to make him do a big jazz square here in the AfterBuzz studios. So... so. <laughs> You know who didn't do much of a jazz square but did some incredible fight choreography? One Zeke. One Zeke. Let's talk about Zeke. Ezekiel. I'm assuming that's his real name. First of all, the actor, he got abs. Yeah. I was thinking about him shirtless. That's why I had to take a little pause with my eyes. I love male objectification. If we're going to objectify women, we might as well throw men You know what? Let's throw everyone under the bus. Puppies. (laughs) Oh, no. What? I feel like people will defend dogs before they defend each other. That's actually something I've been going to bat for on the internet lately. Oh, really? Yeah, I just feel like until people stop killing their own species, there's no help, hope for any other species. Well, did you ever see that Michael Moore movie where there's like a puppy shot and then a man shot? And, and people freak out about the puppy more. Exactly. Anyway, there were no animals injured in this episode of The Brink. No, nope. so vegan far water in our cups. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. I love vegan water. It's the only kind I drink. Mm. Mm, so vegan. So, so Zeke, he Zeke. had a big old fight. Bam! He was punching. Hurting men. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, he really had a big old fight. He did. Do you have anything else to say about that? <laughs> well, I did think the fight choreography was amazing. I, I really, really enjoyed it. See, this um, is why I love you as an insider, because you've taken fight 
Well, have you not as well? Yeah, I have. Yeah, actually, we have the same teacher for it. And it's very hard to make it look believable. It is. A lot of times people will go, uh, let's do, uh, can we do a quick demonstration? Can we go to a wide shot, Marissa? Yeah. Thank you, my dear. Okay. So this is how how, how they do it in the okay. business, okay. okay? Okay. So, like, if I was going to pretend to punch Johnny, yeah. so we have to make eye contact yeah. first. Hey. Hi. Then look, <gasps> wind up, <gasps> hit your chest. They did it so much better than that. And that's why Johnny and I are impressed by the insane fight choreography we saw. Um, So the actor, I mean, since what? He's not on Orange is the Black anymore? Orange is is the Black. No, that show actually doesn't exist currently. Well, Orange is the Black, that only lasted like two episodes. But then Orange Orange is is the the New Black, Black, that that replaced it. Same producers. Most people don't know that. No, but Mm -hmm. they reworked things. They reworked things. They made it a little bit more interesting. They They added crazy eyes. New black, as opposed to just it's regular just the regular black. black. It's like the old navy versus the new navy, which is the gap, basically. Totally. One time, I saw an old man, and he came up to me. I was wearing an old navy shirt, and he's like, "Oh, you're in the old navy? Well, I was in the oldest navy." Oh, he got you. <laughs> no, Burn. He, and then I was like, "No, I wasn't in the navy." He's like, "Why are you wearing a navy shirt?" I was like, "Oh, it's a store," and he didn't understand it. Right. Well, you know. It, that's a tough thing. G- generational gaps, my friends. Generational gaps. Gap owned by Old Navy. Yes. Anyway, back to Zeke. Zeke. He was doing a great fight there in the fight circle. It kind of felt like a school dance where you're like in the middle doing a crazy dance. Everyone's outside like, go, 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 go. 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 So that was happening. He was fighting with a man who wanted him dead. Then somehow his sidekick, who we found out his name tonight, folks. Yeah. is great for him. Glenn. Get it, Glenn. We got your name down. Glenn comes in and says, just punches him in the face. He's like, dude, why did you do that to me? And then he's like, I'm buying us some time. So while they're punching and fighting each other, they come up with this great plan that he's going to get out of the fight circle and somehow take a gun from one of the guys who's, you know, pointing at him right now. Right. See, that to me was a risky move. Risky business. But listen, otherwise they're going to get shot. Well, yeah, but there's other men with guns around. Sure, but he is banking on the fact or the idea that hopefully the other men with guns care enough about the guy that he's going to be pointing at that they don't want to shoot him for fear of the other guy getting killed. Right, 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 right. But it was very risky. And how'd that work out? Well, so far so good. (laughs) Good. Let's talk about Walter. Okay. Do we want to end that storyline? Well, I do. Okay, let's do it. Okay, Walter. So Walter fakes blood coming out of his... Penis. Yeah, urethra. <laughs> I could have just said he peed blood, <laughs> but I had to say I the like word the penis. Way he, first, he fakes blood coming out of his penis. Uh, excuse me, teacher. Can I use the restroom? <laughs> I need to release urine out of my penis. That's Kids out it. there, please don't say it that way. It'll make Why? your teacher feel very uncomfortable. It'll make her flush in the face. Yeah. And with good reason. No, I don't think there's anything wrong with that word. It's a human body. Sure. I think a lot of people still are uncomfortable with it. And, and you know, hey, frankly, you're much more them. mature than that. Yeah I, yeah, I agree. So anyway, what I was saying is that he fakes pee blood. So that they will land the plane in Switzerland. Right. Which, how did he know that they were right over Switzerland? You know, was he looking I at the because, GPS? Because his assistant said, hey, we're over Switzerland. And he said, time to go to the aid. The aid, Kendra. And she's like... No, the A. Let's call it the A. She she goes, hey, we're over Switzerland. And he goes, now's the time. Now's the time. He Give me that cranberry juice. <laughs> Yikes. And then I love later in the episode, he admits, he goes, I actually faked that because you were being an A-hole. Right. Well, and he got his way. And that was a brilliant way to get the guy to land because otherwise he was SOL. Hey, speaking of Walter's storyline. Yeah. Something big happened in this episode. Wifey. 
Yes. Oh, my gosh. Did you expect that? I didn't. I did not at all. She's been hurting for that job. Yeah. <laughs> but but I got to say, I did not think she was going to show up. No, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> what Good do you guys think at home? Tweet at us. Hashtag ABTV The Brink. That's right. Well, anyway, he does land in Switzerland, and he has to go see his little friend, Raja. And a bombshell is dropped. These guys went to college together. Mm-hmm. And we didn't see that coming either. No. I mean, so many blind sides. Yeah. It's like that movie. Yeah, with Sandra Bullock. Yep. I always get that mixed up with uh, the one... Crash? No. With Sandra Bullock? It's a completely unrelated movie, and it really has no... I, I shouldn't tell you guys. It will just make you think I'm silly. But um, they uh, they fight. They have a fist fight. Well, and they After corner he charmed, him. They, he, Walter corners Raja. Yeah. In the hotel lobby, right? Well, here's what happened. He charmed he ch- the girl at the front desk. First of all, can we talk about this? I wrote this down. I was like, finally, his sexuality is useful. Yeah, but I got... I have a thought on this. Yeah, you don't think it's legit because that woman was gorgeous and he's like Be- old... This is Hollywood Saggy balls. Tim Robinson. Whoa. <laughs> It was just the first thing that came to my head. Sorry, Whoa, folks. Whoa, children. Um, no, because that woman... Children should not be watching this show. So if you're watching the after show for it, check in with your parents. But can you imagine? If I was a parent, I'd say, don't watch the show, but sure, tune into the after show. Yeah, it's re- it's real wholesome there. I love the cityscape behind us. Yeah, it's very entrancing. I mean, we live in a beautiful city. Yep. Um, so what I was saying was that they corner they corner him. Walter and his and his like what secret service people? It was the aide. <laughs> the aide, first of all. Yeah, and his secret service people. You you mean when they're up in in the lobby or in the in hallway? The, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say cornered. Well, he takes off his American flag pin and says, "Aide, <laughs> take it. This is going to be off the record." Right. Strangles this guy. Yeah. But I wanted to talk a little bit more about the front desk thing. Hmm. What were you going to say about that? Me too. Yeah, sorry. I'm off topic. Yeah. I'm, um... You're I, jumping. I'm jump jump. Right. They call me Jumpin' John for a reason. <laughs> yeah. JJ. Uh, so, um... JJ Kool. JJ Kufista. Did you ever sing that? I I remember hearing other children singing it, but I, I never got to sing it. Boy Scout camp. Yeah. I was in a Boy Scout, unfortunately. We'll we'll talk about camp later. But yes. for now, I do want to talk about that woman at the front desk. Like, no, I don't care if she's pretty. He's not. The point is, I just don't think he's charming. Like, no, in what world would you be like, mm, yeah, I need to get into bed with well, this Well, you might guy. feel intimidated. I think the sexuality is stretching it. But I think you might feel intimidated if you knew who he was. Oh, and I he's agree. a man of power. Like, in our day-to-day lives as women... Oftentimes, we feel intimidated by men who are in power and tr- mm. trying to get something out of us. And I think that's an example of that. Th- an example of that would have been more believable than an example mm. of him using his sexuality to grease the wheels. No, so that to makes speak. sense. I, I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah I'll, but, uh, but I don't think that's what it was. You don't? No. Because I, I thought it was sexual. I too, think it was sexual. I mean, that's the way the they sex. were painting it. But I'm saying if I was writing or directing this, his words weren't necessarily. Uh, the, the the ones that were the deciding factor in him getting up to the Raja's room. So I would say if I was directing this, I would have um, guided him to be using his power more than his sexuality in that scene. Right. But then by the end of the episode, you find out they are sexually... Yeah. I mean, that's, it's just another sexually joke. Sexually involved. involved. I mean, they are touching genitalia. Right. Um, was that on the plane? Or was that in the hotel that that happened? Good question. Sticky Wicket. 
<laughs> that, that was a sticky wicket situation. Let's see what people are tweeting about the brink right now. Oh, I'd love to see. Let's um, hear it from the fans. So how do you guys like the show? Comment in the comment section. Yeah, let us know. Let us know any questions you have, anything you'd like us to discuss, um, anything you're thinking. Anything at all, really. Okay, so Father Forehead says, it really is the people you never guess are upset that are on the brink of losing it. <laughs> that has nothing to do with the <laughs> Is that just a completely different one about yeah, the brink? Okay. <laughs> that's not about the brink. That's just being on the brink in your life. Still an important topic, right, okay, but not okay. what we're talking about. Okay. Only call my new girlfriends when you are high, never an ex. She already knows you're not that deep. The brink, HBO. <laughs> Is that another guy tweeted? Interesting. Yeah. Well, you know, oh. there were there was mar- marijuana, I was going to say, marijuana right. in this episode. And Dave Holstein, who is going to be our guest yes. soon, Exciting. said, check out an all-new The Brink tonight, written by the extremely talented A-A-S-I-F. Now, i got to say, I do like... Oh, it's by the guy who plays Rafi, right? Exactly. Yeah. So I do like this. This this show is... is I, I often think about the show as like this male dominated like douchey show Mm -hmm. but I think I know the creators are not like white dudes Mm -hmm. and I think also there's enough um, punishment and enough ridiculousness exhibited. You mean punishment for the characters? Punishment for the characters and ridiculousness exhibited uh, because of the characters. One of our other hosts Dave says he doesn't think that there's enough uh, punishment. I, I think I, I don't necessarily agree with that. I think there is some. Maybe there could be more. I think the pun. I agree with him. And but what I mean by punishment is not not the other characters punishing them. I mean the audience. Oh, I see. You know, like we see these characters, and you're like you're all ridiculous. Yeah, you're all so flawed. Um, should we talk about Alex? Yeah. So we should first talk about the what resolves with these guys. Yeah. So they end up coming to an agreement uh, after they fight it out, and he, Walter literally strangles him. Um, we find out that they went to college together, and we find out which Walter did not know that Talbot had offered him a nuclear sub. So once he heard that, he's like, "Oh, I get why you freaked out. I could never give you that. I'm sorry." And once you know, they kind of have a. a come together moment he agrees that he is going to he brings up Ronald Reagan Walter brings up Reagan and says you need to do what he did where he became the president and then released the hostages you need to do that for this situation even though those girls weren't really taken hostage right. you need to be the hero step into the power position and and be the hero so that these, this whole country yeah exactly that song yeah. so that these people can have uh, someone to admire and, right. and get on board with you and there will not be war so he wraps this whole yeah. situation up in a nice little bow, and he um, he he leaves thinking they have this great agreement. Yeah. He's going to go take out Zaman, uh, Raja is, and Walter is heading back to D.C. So Walter heads back to D.C., and we will leave what happens in the end for after we discuss Alex. A rainy day. Uh-huh. Um, so- a rainy day that will be coming in about mm, 10 minutes. Or... <laughs> Less. Less. We'll see. Um, so Alex, mm-hmm. oh man, what did you think about him? Well, you know, I, I thought he showed some strength that I haven't seen from mm, this character so? in other episodes. He actually did what was right versus what he... Well, that's not true because he has so much Alex right a lot. Been, Above yeah. all else, he's done the right thing. He's a doofus, but I think he does he, I thought he made a well. smart decision tonight. Oh, interesting. Maybe okay, that's okay, okay. what I want to say. 
I, I think that makes a lot of sense. Mm. Smart decision meaning that not only did it check out with his own mental processes, but also like you as a viewer, you agreed with what he did. Right. I was on board with him, and I thought he did the right thing for the world. Even though it was a hard decision to make, because obviously he had a lot at stake. He likes that girl. He doesn't want the the little girls to be scared, and uh, Rafi is his friend. Right. So uh, it was a hard personal decision for him, but I think he made the decision. And I think, if I'm really looking at it, what you say is interesting, because I'm just realizing now, I think that he is the character we can root for the most in this show. I couldn't agree more. I think he's the protagonist if we had to pick one. I agree, and I think that's partially due to the writing uh-huh. and then also partially due to Jack Black yeah. being endearing in a way that I don't think Pornstash or Tim Robbins are. Right. It's true. He's uh, got an, an inherent likability to him. Yep. Uh-huh. And also, he, um, I think he's loyal. Whereas I'm not sure the other people are loyal. But, okay, so here's what I mean. He's loyal to what he believes in. Alex is gross. He wants to screw all the ladies and and Rafi's sister. But the other guys are just scummier to yeah. me. Yeah. They treat women Well, he worse. wants to, but the difference between him and the other guys is he doesn't act on it. Mm, interesting. Or maybe can't because he's not as charming. Which... No, he. I think he is as, or, he's or as charming, sexually attractive. but he's not as sexually attractive, which I disagree with. Right, but 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 on the show, yeah, he's like more dorky. Right. Wow, are we having an earthquake? Oh my gosh! Wow, that was crazy, guys. You just experienced an on-air quake. You didn't? No. Oh well, maybe it was just a slight shake. Yeah, I felt it for sure. Wow. Anyway, um. I, that quaked my brain up, right? I can't remember well, what I, I was saying. I think there's another thing we should talk about with Alex, mm-hmm. and that is that um, at the beginning of the episode, the clip we just rewatched, mm-hmm. he was underground with Rafi, right? Yeah, after they had smoked pot together. Showing him, like, the connecting mm-hmm. corridors or whatever. Of the embassy. Yeah. Um, just uh, R- R- Rafi was impressed because he's like, well, Alex, you know everything. And I thought yeah. that was kind of cool. Like, he does. He's not just, like, a dweeb. Right. He got... I mean, he had a low-position job, but he's working his way up the ranks for a reason. Right. He's loyal, and he does work really hard to do the right thing. Now, he might not always execute it correctly, but he works really hard. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that. I appreciate effort, and I appreciate intention. A for Alex, A for effort. Do you have anything else to say about Alex? Yeah, we need to finish his storyline up. What am I forgetting? <laughs> so, uh, basically, a lot. He <laughs> he goes up to the guy from China. I think mm-hmm. he's the like assistant to the ambassador from China. And sure. says, we got to get these girls out of here and get them, basically, to safety. Which I think they think is going to be through China. Right. Uh, or at least a Chinese embassy. I'm not sure. Um, and so, they make this whole plan to do it. And they're sneaking the girls out. Then he gets a call from Walter saying, what the hell did you do? Why did you tell Raja that we could get a sub? We cannot get a nuclear sub. What were you thinking? You screwed everything up. I'm not going to rely on you anymore. And don't you dare let those girls out of the building because they're part of the plan now. So then he has that conversation with with Rafi and is like, sorry, we can't let him out. I'm I'm really sorry. And he's like, you know what? You're just being selfish. I knew I couldn't count on you. Rita's like, I knew I couldn't count on you. I don't like this person I'm seeing. I liked the guy before. And he pulls what looked like the fire alarm, but I'm sure it was something more drastic than that, Mm -hmm. to stop the girls from getting out. And then, you know, the the authorities come out and stop the situation. And I'm assuming that 
Rafi's going to get in trouble. Mm-hmm. So that's where his storyline ended. And I, that's what I'm talking about, where I think he really did do the right thing, even though it was emotionally a very difficult decision. Right. In the moment, torn. it's maybe difficult, but mm-hmm. long term. Yeah, because yeah, he's that. getting his friends in trouble. Right. They're trying to escape. But he has to. He has to. thought that was very good of him. And um, how could I forget? How? <laughs> Lauren. Yes, jumped. Her and I have been Facebook friends for nine years. Oh, really? I got the notification today. That seems like a short amount of time, actually. Well, you must have gotten Facebook later. Maybe. Huh. Uh, so I wanted to also wrap up how Zeke got out. So they ended up yeah. getting out because these guys from Interpool came in. And there's something else we need to talk about with Zeke, but we'll get to that. Go okay. Ahead. What is it? The two women calling each other. Oh, okay. Oh, that was good. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Poor guy. He thinks he's home free. No. Nope. No, nope. He's got a real war going on. It's between the ladies and A war and at home. Yeah. Women of war. Uh, Warheads. War- <laughs> oh, I love warheads. I know. I wish we had a couple right mm-hmm. now. Anyway. Um, so. so <laughs> sorry, guys. There was another earthquake. Yeah. It really messed with our brains that time. So anyway, uh, he ends up getting out of the the fighting circle because these guys from Interpool come and they arrest the two antiquers. Antiquers. (laughs) Antiquers. So they get them out of there and basically the guy who had been shot with the bow and arrow and the leg had called the authorities on his wife. And they all leave together in a truck and the the people who have been looking for Zeke and the sidekick... Glenn, find out that they're safe. And so the lady who he has impregnated, who he works with, calls his ex-wife, who he also has previously impregnated and currently has children with that are walking the earth. And she's like, oh, hey, just want to let you know Zeke is fine. And it's weird. I really actually feel really close to you right now with the baby and everything. And the girl's like, who the hell are you? So that's going to be awkward when Zeke finds out that the ladies have been talking, swapping stories, and finding out that he's a big, fat liar. Hey, this seems like it would be a nice transition into predictions. Wait. What? No. (laughs) A huge thing happened at the end, and we need to talk about it. Okay, let's start over. (laughs) Sorry, Marissa. We've got a faulty indicator over here. (laughs) So the thing that happened... Yes, wait, thank wait, wait. Can, we, can, we do, can we do this? Can we do this? Which camera? Should I look at this camera? Okay, can I get the wah wah? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Johnny's a cartoon sometimes, guys. It's great. Do you have another sound effect? I'd love to do more. <laughs> Maybe on a different show. We'll okay. do it on the sound effect show. <laughs> that was fun. That's like a zipper. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> We were just doing the emotional reaction to that What's sound. the big thing? Tell them. Okay, so Raja goes to finish the plan. Yeah. He goes to Zaman's house, and they're having dinner together. And he's like, why are you back from Switzerland? All you brought me was cologne. You got this duty-free. Something's going on. Then these big gunmen come out, and they're like, duh. And they point the guns at Raja. And then yeah. Raja's like, no, they're going to point the guns at you. So they point the guns at Zaman exit him out of the building, cut to an image in Washington. Zaman's very, or uh, Raj is very happy because he's president now. He's taking over. He's shooed his brother to the side. Shoo, shoo. And so then we get the final image. Walter is in Washington. Washington. He's saying, hey, guess what? Don't worry. Zaman is going to not be president anymore. You have nothing to fear. Happy days are here again. He does say that. That that very quote. Then what? 
And then, to all of our surprises, there is a missile being launched at the house where Zaman used to live. Uh-oh, Zaman's not in there anymore. He's being escorted, escorted off the premises, premises in an SUV, a sports utility vehicle for viewers who are not, not so, so familiar <laughs> with sports utility vehicles. And listeners, I would never forget you listeners. I love you. So, what happens? Well, Raj is in that house. Explosion. Raj is dead. Come on. That's not a nice thing to do. It's not a nice thing to do because we thought that this situation was going to be done. We we're good. But listen, these these brink people, they got something up their sleeve. There's always something new on the brink. Because we're always on the brink of something new. <laughs> so that was quite a bombshell, literally. Mm-hmm. And that's how the episode ends with Walter's terrified reaction that, well, the world is yeah, probably going to come to an end. All right, cool. Here we go. Cool. So now we can, can predict. predict. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. David isn't here. I know. David. I predict Dave Abed is going to be here next week. Uh, I think that's a good prediction. Um. So, yeah, I think that I'm really compelled by the, the wife and the mistress. Right. I just think that I love when a man gets caught. When a man loves a woman, so I think but not that much because he cheats on her. What? what? I think he. I think what you said. He's going to be in the line of fire again, but a different line of fire. Yes, the line of a rage fire from a woman's heart. Mm-hmm. What are your predictions? My predictions. Oh God, I don't know. I mean, this episode ended in such a crazy way. Literally anything could happen. I think that they'll still go through with taking Zaman out, but they they may have to find a new leader. Mm-hmm. Or maybe Zaman will rise up somehow. I'm not too sure. But it, it's it's going to be something crazy. And I wonder... He won't stay. I wonder if anyone will believe Walter about what happened. Because I he didn't have they, anything writing. And he said yeah, himself, I'm off the record. Yeah, but I know that's true. But also, like, Walter, I feel like, always gets his way. Sort of, but sometimes he has to pave the way for himself. So mm-hmm. I think it's it's going to happen again, if if not that he doesn't get his way. Right. So that's probably all I have to predict for now. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see the next episode. And I have heard from our writer, Dave, that will be coming in next week, that this next episode is going to be huge and really exciting and a big uh, one for the plot. So you guys get excited for the next week's episode of The Brink. Get excited for... Our after show because we want to talk to you. Feel free to reach out to us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, rate us and like us on iTunes. Do all that stuff. Uh, you can find me at Lola Logra on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook.com slash Lauren Lagrasso. And Johnny, where can they find you? Johnny can be found at Johnny Mings on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you guys so much for watching. I love you. I love you too. And uh, After Buzz TV loves you. Follow us at After Buzz TV and have a great weekend. Mm. And no, week. Mwah. Week is starting now. Well, they could have a good have a few hours. Have a next week. Yeah, we have a few hours left. Cheers. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire After Buzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the After Buzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz. You. Later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.